Hey guys, this is Kurt Cousins. You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast. God bless. Going Kaprizov in for a chance to win it. He scores! Kirill, the thrill is for real. And Brodziak ahead. Two on one with Niederreiter. He scores! Nito Niederreiter wins it for the Wild. Cut off by Mata. Throws it off front. Dumba scores! Brian Walston for the wild. Penalty shot to tie the game. He blasts it Oh, my, what a shot. Fiala, Caprizov scores. The thrill breaks the seal. Minnesota wins in overtime. You're listening to the Wild Takes Podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a bonus episode of the Wild Takes Podcast where we are going to talk a whole bunch of shit. And joining me in our side of the shit talking is my feistily attractive co-host Zooch. And on the opposition is a gentleman who can only be described as Canada's most surly baritone. He is the voice of the Saskatchewan Rush lacrosse uh, team. And you can actually hear him on the ESPN airwaves now. From the World Hockey Report, it's our boy Janner. Janner, welcome back to the show, gentlemen. Before we get after it between the wild, ahead of the Wild and Oilers getting after it, how are we doing? Let's clear the air here. I mean, I'm fine. I, I got no, <laughs> I got no issues in the world. No one cares about the men's tournament. It's all about the women's. Everyone knows that, but. <laughs> Dude, now, can you confirm has Dev ever made his bed in the back or no? Is is that just something? <laughs> no, it's made it's made some episodes. I have a feeling uh I just never some it. zoomies. Yeah, I, mean, that's, I had some zoomies on that bed or something. That is uh exactly correct. Yeah. I, uh, working from home, we're recording this on a lovely Thursday afternoon, and uh my my dog Minnie was passed out most of the day, uh right behind me, and then she woke up and had a had like a nightmare. So she woke up like howling and barking and just like tore up into it. And then I had like back to back to back meetings and now we're here. So yeah, I didn't take the time to make the bed just to impress you, Janner. Just crying. <laughs> sorry. Sorry about your tough life. Sorry to. Yeah. What a tough, oh. tough day for dev over there. Dog <laughs> having nightmares and shit. You never know, man. It's uh dogs are very fragile creatures. You know, it's very important to make sure that they're always comforted <laughs> and they know that they're loved. Hey, there you go. Yeah, no, nothing like uh, my cats. I can just leave them be in the back and they're chilling all day. So, <laughs> hey, Janner, before we uh, get too um, aggressive and, and confrontational and contentious here, I do want to say um, congrats to the Canada women. Uh, that hockey game last night was it was very fun. The Canada just won gold uh, in the women's team. And, and I think you're right. Yeah, we can just ignore the men's tournament altogether. Right. Yeah, no yeah, need to talk about that. I think World Hockey Report deserves the congrats. I mean, we called that game after it was one nothing. Said thanks for coming out. So <laughs> <laughs> We're very, very confident in our abilities. And I mean, it was just it was a fine game, guys. Like, it, I'm not trying to be harsh on it. Like, it wasn't that exciting though. Like, let's, I mean, let's... listen, that Canadian team is one of the best women's yeah, teams I've ever seen. They were dominant. They were absolutely dominant. The whole tournament, the fact that we were able to make it a one-goal game, uh, you know, don't believe in moral victories, but 
you know, that's as close to a moral victory as you can get because that that would have been one hell of an upset. Yeah, but you also had a couple pipes too. Like honestly, yeah. multiple posts. That's like if those go in, now we've got a real game here. But the, the biggest issue, I mean, not to you know poke some fun here early, but like no Americans on the all-star team. Like, um, okay, okay, IOC, where, where are we getting at? But uh, also, Sarah Fillier got snubbed from the All-Star team. I don't understand how she got left off there. Yeah, like a nasty rookie lighting it up. Like, I think she was, what, one goal off the record? Or like all Something like that. Like, she, yeah, probably not an All-Star. She had, what, two hat tricks? Yeah, I, I don't mean, it was just stupid. Not like, good enough. Seven, yeah. eight talks. Needed three. Like, yeah. yeah, maybe not an All-Star. Nah, you just never know. Yeah, she had yeah, like eight. I think it was eight eight tucks and like twelve apples or something like that. It's is like, this not like the only like the, like this? The Olympics are over. Like everyone just like this is the night everyone had circled. Like we knew the guys weren't get like the men's teams weren't going to be meeting in the gold medal final. So it's just like okay, Canada, USA, gold. This is the Winter Olympics. Like last <laughs> night was the Winter Olympics, as far as I'm concerned. Hey, hey yeah. I don't know. We got that win in the in the the pool player preliminary rounds. And I, I don't know. I think it rivaled the 1980 miracle <laughs> on ice. It was pretty close. I, it had me feeling some sort of way. I swear to God. If <laughs> a terrible was comparison. Was it like CNN or who was it? It was CNN. That's yeah. the funniest part about it. Yeah, that's awesome. Why are they covering hockey? Why are you even comparing the two? <laughs> yeah. Like, I just Canada was the Canada was not like a team that, I don't know. Sure, they were probably viewed as the favorite, maybe, but like, it wasn't like everyone was like, "Oh yeah, they're winning the tournament, no doubt, no doubt, no yeah. one's going to compete with them." Also, no, like, okay. you know, it, there's not the like implication that like right. this is uh, this is actually a political battle, and whoever wins this <laughs> is going to win the Cold War. <laughs> it was just stupid at so many levels, and then both teams get eliminated in the quarters, and you're like, "Yeah, that we deserve this every ounce of this." <laughs> Yeah, that's like, that's like the last time they should ever cover hockey. Like just <laughs> one seriously, take your L and fire. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's yeah, no, I mean, yeah, this is why, this is why I feel like some people who don't grow up with hockey have trouble getting into it, though, because the people that are outside of like dedicated hockey reporters, I feel like nobody knows how to actually cover it in in, in an intelligent way. Everybody's always like, oh, it's like, it's like Miracle or, oh, it's like the Mighty Ducks. But how about everyone coming after World Hockey Report when we called it embarrassing? Like, how is it not embarrassing for Canada that we lost out in the quarters? Like, I'm not saying like, oh, the players should be embarrassed to show their faces. I'm I'm being like, for Hockey Canada, the people who like picked the team and ran the team, like that's kind of embarrassing. You've got the biggest hockey country in the world. Yeah. Put together 20 players that can make the quarter or that can make the semifinals. Yeah, a quarterfinal game. Same thing for the states. Like, yeah. you've got how many resources put into men's hockey, and you can't make it to the semifinals. Like, that's embarrassing. That is. Well, I, well it is embarrassing. But I mean, it, their only fault was uh, picking you know players from the U of M, St. Cloud State, and Mankato because I mean they're so used to first round exits. I know I saw that somewhere <laughs> out there, and that isn't that isn't my brain power. I saw that tweet out there, and I decided to you know, throw that in, but I don't know. Maybe they should have picked. They're used to winning titles, I guess now. And that's pumping the tires of Duluth a little bit after shitting on them last episode, but still, <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, they're used to winning. Owen Power shouldn't have gone there. Like Jack McBain chucking up a pizza to Sweden. 
Like, okay, <laughs> that costs you a game. Get rid of college players. Like, that's enough. We see, we've seen enough. Yeah. Our guy Sam I don't know Hentges, who else they would have gone with. Our but. guy Sam Hentges had what should have been the game winner, but then uh, Slovakia has this unbelievable onslaught for like five and a half minutes where it seems like the last the last the five completely tilted. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it where it it, it felt like legitimately the, the US could not get out of their own zone. And it was like the only time that they would even get out for like a shift change was if they somehow got a freeze. It made no sense whatsoever. And, you know, they held their own for as long as they could. But as soon as that goal went in and it's tied up 2-2, you're like, oh, well, this is over. They're going to win. Slovakia's got this. That's what the, what the shootout there? What? I did not think they were going to do a shootout. I, I guess I didn't really read up on the rules beforehand. But, like, in, in the, in the pre, you know, preliminary, sure, whatever. But in the yeah. tournament, like, what? You can't do overtimes? I don't really understand the point of doing a shoot, whether they have short on time or – I mean, in 2018, that's how the American woman won was a shootout. Oh, right. Group. Yeah. And, and I guess the whatever that one with TJ Oshie and them, you know, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, I guess the, the, the argument is shootouts. It's just stupid. I don't know. I, to me, I think that it should just play overtime. What the hell? Why are they doing shootouts? Especially in the, the you know, the tournament part of it. I don't know. It doesn't make much sense. No, I, I don't get it. I, it's all for TV, like timing and stuff, right? It's well, like, right, yeah, that's yeah, kind of why I said that. We can't have a quadruple overtime play in five on five because we're just going <laughs> to screw over everyone who wants to watch, I right. don't know, downhill mogul skiing. Hey, now. Got the uh, figure I, skaters waiting on the side. They need to come on <laughs> and do their routine. I was a big fan of mogul skiing so far this year, but. Uh, I'm trying to think like the worst. What's the worst Olympic event to watch? Like if you've got a rank up, what's like the worst? On TV? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you got to sit on your couch for an entire event, what do you not watch it? I guess, like, cross-country skiing. Yeah, that's terrible. But, like, because, like, biathlon's kind of fun because it's like, oh, and now they're going to just start fucking shooting. Um, but the actual, like, cross-country <laughs> skiing part, I could I could go without. Yeah, I think that's the correct answer there. I mean, I'll, I mean, really? Just going across a straight plane with some skis on? Like, oh, that's very entertaining. Especially when you're going uphill, it's like God created skis to go down fast, and you're gonna just spit in his face and decide <laughs> yeah, to push yeah. uphill. You monsters! Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, seriously, um, though, that's that's a little, a little strange. No, yeah, it's definitely a little odd. Um, so, Janner, we, as you know, uh, the listeners may not, but the we're having you on because the other day. When the the Wilder play in the Red Wings on Valentine's Day, a day of love, World Hockey Report chose hate and showed a <laughs> clip of uh, the first goal that I think it was Dylan Larkin scored where he absolutely embarrasses Jordy Ben, he, who falls, and then Larkin gets a breakaway uh, for an easy goal. And World Hockey Report decides to tweet out, well, this sums up the Minnesota Wilds franchise existence into a video. A game that, might I remind you, the Wild would then later go on to win 7-4. to four. Um, But yeah, you know, the Wilds start taking pot shots. And I thought that that was incredibly rich coming from a, an account that is largely based in Alberta and claims to not be an Oilers uh, fan account, but definitely is run by Oilers homers. <laughs> No, so here we are ahead before the wild and the Oilers uh, have their second tilt of the year. And I just have one question for you. Why are you the way that you are? 
and you know how how sad are you with the Oilers going into the year so far? Um, I guess you know for being uh, you know we're being honest, honest. I guess the last couple of games you guys have been on kind of a heater, so I don't know if that changes anything. But yeah, let's uh, let's talk shit, man. Well, I mean, we could start with what Minnesota's loss to Winnipeg last night. Where what was that by three? <laughs> yeah. Four Six, three. Winnipeg in the playoffs last year, the Oilers lost them all by one goal. So, well, okay. I don't, I, I don't even remember why. Like, I was like, oh, this is a great tweet, but I was just like, I, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> but he just absolutely blows it against the wings and like the wings stink. So, I was like, ah, this kind of sums up Minnesota's whole franchise. The wings but, are like decent this year. They're, I mean, trust me, like, you know, we go on, year, but like, as we go on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very young um, team. Yeah, I would say they're good by any stretch, but yeah, no, I, yeah, they're not. They're not going to win a cup or anything, but they're no. you know they're whatever. Um, listen, but the... also like, Wild fans are more engaged than they've ever been. Like maybe it's oh, just sure. takes that's actually taking over the internet. But like, let's be real. Like five years ago, no one gave like no one gave a damn about the Wild. You know, it was kind of just like they're an irrelevant team that's probably going to make the playoffs, get a bad draft pick, and lose out in the first round. <laughs> like that's that's what they were like. I mean, shout out Nicholas Backstrom and Manny Fernandez, but like you know, there the, there really wasn't that team there that I don't know scared or entertained anyone. You it know how a, I know that you're a goalie. <laughs> it was like a lukewarm coffee. You're like, oh, I'll drink it, but like I'd rather have it a little warmer, or I just want it iced. You know. <laughs> no one's going crazy for that lukewarm coffee. Yeah, I'd much rather be the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Hey, hot or cold? Flame, hey, flame <laughs> out, flame out in increasingly hilarious ways, and the most, the biggest of situations, and and just routinely come up with new and improved ways to let down an entire region who has <laughs> so much history with winning and being great. Only to have what is it four number one picks in the last ten years? Yeah, but but how many cups do the Oilers have? Like Oilers fans have been spoiled. You can't be spoiled for your whole life. Like everyone knows that you can only be spoiled for a certain amount. Oh, of time. I see. So this is yeah. so so this, this is, is so this they, is, they've been not allowed. They've, they're, they're not allowed to be spoiled for the last uh, thirty years. So thirty four years. Holy Oilers shit. Oilers made the cup in 06, whatever. Yeah, hey, they did. Yeah. And you and you that lost. That was a fun. Two. Okay, that that was a fun cup though. I mean, it was the 2-8 seed. I think it? they should have to replay that with Dwayne Rollison though. Like just for Oilers fans. And honestly, I don't want to see the <laughs> Oilers win because I I can't stand Oilers fans as much as anyone. But like <laughs> it's like a, and also, it's kind of funny that Carolina won a Stanley Cup. Like yeah, it is. Carolina, Again, especially because it's against Stanley Edmonton. Cup. <laughs> well, it's, it's just like it's Carolina. Like you could literally look at a map and be like, "What five states don't I think have won a Stanley Cup?" And if you asked anyone, everyone's picking like Carolina. It's like, oh, they yeah. probably won a cup. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, it's yeah, it's bang on. People would have. It's North Carolina, right? Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. Take the dash, but uh, I mean, uh, Oilers fans have been spoiled in other rights. I mean, think about it. We're paying like Leon Drysital like one and a half million dollars less than you're paying that Russian bum. So you know, <laughs> oh, get the second best hey. player in the world on a discount deal, or this guy was threatening you guys with playing in the KHL, and somehow hey, he, he's he's more than living up to the nine and a half right now, though. Oh, we're, we're okay Billy with that. for the worst prank, or you know, of all time. You just like I'm just gonna play in the KHL then. 
And he's like, here, take nine and a half million. Yeah, it's going to be a, I'm telling you, that's going to be a bargain here in a few years. He's only, he's only six or seven points off the league lead. Leon Dreisaitl making $8 million being the second best player in the world. Hey, that's, that's, hey, that's fine. That's all good. First of all, first of all, you guys are both a half million off. It's only nine. So like, we're already in bargain. <laughs> Why are we thinking that? We're already in bargain territory. Hey, I, I think nine is going to be a bargain at some point. He's only seven off the league leading points in his you know, first full NHL season. I mean, what, what more can you ask for? I mean, it's, what, 59 points in 30-something games this year? 35, I believe he's played. 40. Or 42. Has 40 he played every game? It's pretty weak. Oh, yeah, he yeah, he did. I thought he was. Uh, he missed a little more time when Frederick uh, tried to just take his head one. off another board. Just the one game, yeah. Which is yeah, still weird. How the hell did he come back that fast? Looked like he was, you know, his shoulder. Well, look at the Russian gas that they're fixing. Exactly. They're their Olympics. The Russian machine never breaks, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Just every <laughs> single day, it's a scam with those guys. It's like, oh, my oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Your 15-year-old heart medication. We are giving this person roids. This person's on oxygen boosters. <laughs> I had something from ESPN this morning, and it was uh, an alert. It was like uh, some figure skater from the ROC that got busted, but they let – you know, perform. They're like, she did not medal. I was like, oh, well, that's good, I guess. You didn't medal. Hey, listen, listen. That girl is like 15 and she was was fucking awesome. I don't, like, they should absolutely let figure skaters dope. Like, that shit was fucking (laughs) awesome. (laughs) She's Column, should figure skaters be allowed to dope? They absolutely (laughs) fucking should. That was awesome. This girl's yeah, this girl's 15 and is like doing like quadruple axles and stuff that we've never seen any woman do ever and like, you know, obviously she's cheating, but like who cares at that point? <laughs> obviously she's cheating. I who really wonder if she actually knew though or if like they like sewered her and were just like, "Hey, here's your daily vitamins." Check I this I actually I 100% buy that theory. Like it I was just, not yeah, saying too multivitamins have never come in an IV form before. <laughs> <laughs> Why does this pill say HGH on it? Don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't worry about it, Camilla. You're fine. They're not going to test you. The only thing they're testing you for is COVID, right? Yeah. I mean, they're they're not going to test for the other stuff. Um. So listen, we we got the Wild coming up against the Oilers here. Um. Couple fun facts for you. I shared a couple of these on Twitter, but I'll I'll share them again. Um. The Wild against the Oilers. Uh. Fifty six, twenty nine, four and six. And that is, that's a, uh, the third, listen, the wild have been around for 21 and a half years. And in those 21 and a half years, there are only four teams that we have beaten more times than the Oilers in terms of uh, percentage wise. Uh, we have a six, four, two points percentage against, against Edmonton. And here's my favorite fact. Um, the wild's third most wins in any barn in the entire national hockey league. First is obviously. XL Energy Center. Um, but third is the uh, Rexall place in Edmonton. So we uh, of any barn in the entire league. And then uh, Rogers place were five and two in. So the wild, whenever they go to Edmonton, they're doing a, doing a great job. So yeah, it's really, it, it, it we're, we're very much feeling at home. Well, I mean, it's I've got to imagine the same, right? It's, it's a little bit different than, 
you know, going down to Phoenix or wherever those easy teams in the central are. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the one. Yeah. Wow. We're going to, we're going to talk about big, divisions here. Big Let's words talk. from the Pacific guy. <laughs> Just say it. I mean, you're playing against Chicago and Arizona, you know, exactly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> those are the two Winnipeg's not even good. They're not going to make the playoffs. Dallas has an average age of 39 and a half. They don't even have a starting goaltender. They had seven on their roster to start the year. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Pacific's kind of a wagon. Until until uh, the Tyler Toffoli came until Toffoli came back into the Pacific. The uh, Pacific was like definitely the weakest division. You know, uh, you got the Sharks. Can you tell the me, Tyler Toffoli moved the needle. From uh, the Flames, a little bit, I think. For the Flames, absolutely, and then that gives the Pacific you get the whole Pacific Division. That's a wild take for sure. Sure, why not? Yeah, because you know the well. My my argument is that Toffoli makes the Flames go from like pretty good to like okay, they're a legit good team. They they have they have potential at making a run, which then now. Vegas isn't all alone in the Pacific as being the only team that has a chance to beat whoever comes out of the Dude, I'm still not even high on Vegas either, and Dev knows this. <laughs> I, I, I mean, sure, that, that's a team that – do they really have that great a depth down there? I mean, they can't <laughs> with all those contracts if we really want to talk about depth. But, but like, Eichel, Stone, and Stevenson? Like, yeah. Well, you got, like, William Carlson – I don't know. I mean, they got a pretty nasty team. They just don't have a goaltender. Well, well like, yeah, right. exactly. that's what I mean, though. They have a good top six, I would say. But even last year, their it's not like their bottom six was really that great. I mean, that's probably what allowed the Wild to stay in that series last year is their bottom six, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. No, I think – I mean, I think that's fair to say. They're um... – their top, their top six talent. fucking killed us. Talk, talk their, all those guys like they. Their top end talent us. is is definitely like unbeaten. They're very right. very very good. Um, but yeah, now you. I, I mean, I predicted earlier this year that uh, it'd be Edmonton and Minnesota in the conference finals, which I don't I just, know. Edmonton's coming back now. Edmonton's coming back now. They did not look good for a little bit. I was like, wow, my guy made that wild take. Actually, a couple months. Yeah. Well, hey, that's a little bit. <laughs> Actually, Jan- Janner, I have, I have, uh, I have something for you. Um, so that it's not you don't think that we're purely coming from a place of hostility. Um, so before the season, we had a we had a gambling show with our pal Doug Greenberg on, and Doug shared with us the it last is. three years the one of the teams in the Stanley Cup has had a interim coach that was replaced in the middle of the season. So. Uh, mm-hmm. he is, his theory is to basically take a team that on paper should be very good and has been underperforming replaces their coach and then bet on them to win their conference. So he, uh, he placed a bet at plus 1800. Uh, what was it like a week and a half ago when Tippett got fired and he placed a bet at plus 1800 on the Oilers to, to win the West. That's got to make you feel pretty good. I imagine. Yeah, I mean, I still picked the Oilers to win the Stanley Cup from the start, so I'm sticking with that. Not never, never. <laughs> <Jesus that>. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. We're not, we're not Oilers fans over here, not at all. Just never a piece of Oilers memorabilia. <laughs> oh, so that's you <laughs> see someone like being like, "Oh, this player sucks." Like it's always Adam. I'm the one out here chirping other teams for fun, but that's, uh, <laughs> oh, that's, we know. 
that's my <laughs> as, uh, you know, world hawk your port. I just got to keep everyone, you know, humble. That's that's what I'm here for. I like but, that. I mean, interim coach Jay Woodcroft is, you know, is, is that going to be the guy to lead him? Well, I think his chances are just as good as Dave Tippett. I, I think that end of the day, you know, you still need your best players to be your best players, and they're only going to go as far as McDavid and Dryside will take them. Like, it doesn't matter if they're playing Arizona, Toronto, Minnesota, Vegas. Like, if McDavid and Dreisaitl aren't good, if they're not scoring, they're not going to win hockey games. So, like, doesn't matter who's coaching. If Connor yeah. McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, who are taking up 25%, 30% of your cap, aren't the ones driving the offense, you're screwed. And they got a Vander Kane now, though. So, I mean, he'll, hey, he'll I mean, be able to put the team on the back. He's He's been playing much better than even I thought he would. He, well, yeah, he, it's he, not he that he's a bad player. <laughs> It was never that he was a bad player. He's just kind of a fuckhead. He's not a bad player. He's just a bad person. <laughs> he's just a fuckhead. I mean, this has never been an, you know, I mean, I don't think people think he's bad. Maybe he's been with, bad. he's been with the team for, uh, this is, oh my God, there's no way this is correct. He's been with the team for eight games and he's already 16th in scoring. <laughs> Yeah, I mean the bar months. really wasn't that high. No, the bar, no, 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 but like you know, he's that's yeah, it's a it's a low bar. It is for sure. Um, that's kind of why I laugh when you look at the Minnesota Wilds roster. It's like Kaprizov way above everybody, and then you got Zuccarello that's kind of like fifteen behind him. Yeah. And there's you know Fiala that's about ten behind God Zuccarello, and the rest of everybody's like twenty points. I'm like, wow, every yeah. single fucking person's got twenty points. It's yep. crazy. Oilers. Yeah. O- I'm looking at the Oilers right now, and you've got obviously Connor and Leon with 66 apiece, and then Nugent Hopkins at 35, and then everybody else is 28 or lower, which you know checks out. I think if you yeah, but ahead. I mean, Drysaddle still has seven more points than Kaprizov, and he's making you know a million bucks less. So. <laughs> okay, we all know that is a steal. I mean, come on, we want to play the numbers game. I mean, you're getting yeah, your- okay. I mean. Got yeah, but team. we don't have another. Hey, we have we don't we don't have another eh, another person that we're paying. Uh, you know, close to nine ten mil. So what are, are you paying? Except like for except for, for I guess start on your roster. Well, exactly, but we don't have two people taken up. You know, thirty percent of our cap. Yeah, because those people are still on the golf course right now. Like it's hey, hey, Parisi and Suter are playing. Thank you very much. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> technically, they're, they're, I don't, I don't, technically out there. It's, it's a little stretch to call what Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi are currently doing in the National Hockey League playing, but they hey, are. Hey, Parisi scored a goal the other week. <laughs> it's his first of the season. Woo-hoo. Okay, I got, I got a crazy stat for you guys, though. And I mean, so in the plus minus, Ryan Hartman's a plus 34 this season. That's asinine to begin with. But yeah. Edmonton's leader's Connor McDavid, he's a plus nine. <laughs> <laughs> plus minus like oof. talk about just a punch in the gut yeah that's, i don't that's... really plus minus is for like forwards to me is kind of like eh for it defensemen right for defensemen to me it, it means a little bit more but still doesn't mean much but it's yeah it's, it's kind of funny though 34 yeah, that's it shows you enough it. about them it's like hey if you're a plus nine at this point and you have whatever McDavid has in points. 66 points. Yeah. Like what else is happening out there guys? Right. Yeah. We should probably be getting back on defense a little more. <laughs> yeah. It's no back check. None whatsoever. I do like that's kind of the, yeah. I mean, that's what Zuccarello's really improved with too. That's kind of, he's grown into a more, you know, 
two uh, more of a player in a way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I do like since we're just talking kind of like goofy stats on the teams. I do like that uh, Darnell Nurse is obviously the leader of skaters with uh, time on ice at uh, twenty six point two or twenty six twenty four. But um, Connor and Leon are right th- right behind him at the their second and third in skaters on the uh, on the Oilers with twenty two forty five and 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 twenty two twenty four. I just I love the idea of of two forwards that are averaging more than literally anybody except for Darnell, the iron lung nurse. (laughs) Like Tippett kind of like ran him into the ground, which is almost like a problem for the Oilers. We're like end of the games when you need them. They're gassed because they've already played 21 minutes a night. And now it's the final minute of the game. And like nothing left. Why? Because they're going up against everyone's top line and top D pairing. And even if you're putting them together, like, you know, there, there was nights where they were playing 24, 25 minutes. You know, that's, that's just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like a little too much for a forward. Just a there, was, there was a game the other night where they, uh, I don't remember who they were playing, but I just saw the screenshot of it on Twitter. And it was like uh, Connor and Leon had both been on the ice for like four and a half minutes straight. And I was like, that can't be good. <laughs> Yeah, but like you got no second unit power play, so you might as well put the guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got to. It was like, yeah, it was like a six you know. on five situation too, and you're like, yeah, okay, this is bad. You need it, but it's bad. Well, that was something. Didn't the Red Wings have their guys out there for like an absurd amount of time before they scored their six on five goal against us? Because then Hartman yeah. literally went right down. <laughs> I'm pretty sure and scored right after something like that, something stupid like that, because they had been out there for like four minutes. There's like dead. thoughts on Sunday night games are like six o'clock on a Sunday, like zero chance. I'm watching it. I'm sorry. I, I'm just not going to watch it. Like, <laughs> How do you think I feel, man? East here. coast. It's nine Get o'clock up. puck drop. 9 PM. Yeah. It's tough. Nine or eight. Dude, you're only two hours ahead. Uh, I'm, I, are you, are you mountain or Pacific? I thought you're Pacific. Oh, I'm mountain. Okay. Then, then yeah. Then, uh, then geography. Yeah. Come on, dude. Listen, yeah. man. It should be eight o'clock for you. He's not but over it, there in Vancouver. I hear Pacific I Division. Know. I it's Pacific Division. I think Pacific Time. That's that, yeah, that's that that's a that's a fair one. Okay, well, well, I'll reimburse you for that dash one. It <laughs> gets too late though. Like a Sunday night at eight o'clock or six o'clock. That's not how I want to spend my Sunday nights watching the Minnesota Wild. That's how no. I feel about the Edmonton Oilers. That's fair. <laughs> that's, that's fair. fair. <laughs> At least we can get behind one thing. We don't yeah. have exciting teams. I listen. I don't. I, if you're saying the Wild aren't exciting, there's. I mean, there's a lot of words that can be described that you can use to describe the Minnesota Wild like, all the time. One exciting player, and just a reminder, he's getting paid a million bucks more than Leon Draisaitl. <laughs> okay, no, the Minnesota Wild have also scored touchdowns in five games at home this season. So I don't think that, Detroit doesn't count though. Who's oh, come on. Hey, they got uh, Nedeljkovic, uh, man. He yeah, was a uh, Calder finalist last <laughs> year. Has he played 100 games in his career? No, he's played probably 45. <laughs> yeah, maybe 45. There we go. A real proven starter. <laughs> hey, Boldy's hey, a I likes him. Yeah, Boldy's actually fun to watch. I'll give you that. You you might have a player there, but also just a quick tip to Billy G. Don't chuck out nine and a half million to him right away. <laughs> Yeah, we got another year and change before we have to uh, throw him a bridge deal. But uh, yeah, I'm guessing it's going to probably not be a bridge uh, deal. Yeah, he'll just threaten to go to the KHL and give us a handball blank. That check. would be 
very funny if Matt Boldy is like, fuck it, I'm going to, I'm taking my talents to Moscow. <laughs> I kind of want that to happen Just now. Just get the same agent of Kaprizov and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, a, what a bargaining like chip. Like they looked at him and they're like, yeah, go play in the KHL. Okay. <laughs> you're going to Nobody make a thought that that was going to actually yeah, happen. I mean, we've said it a hundred times. Not a great bargaining chip to try to throw on the well, table. Canadian media thought it was it was a legit bargaining chip. There's did they think that of, or did they just There's keep a lot of clowns up here. No, like I mean Andy Strickland in the states was one of the first ones to be like that's stupid. But like <laughs> yeah. the media is like well, it's the Olympics. Maybe he'll go. Maybe it's just, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, the, he's not yeah. down seventy sheets just to play right. in the Olympics, where they might lose against what Slovakia or Sweden in the semifinals. Also, like he already <laughs> has his Olympic gold medal. He already has a game-winning. He goal. scored the golden goal. If you want to, whatever. Yeah, like yeah. golden goal against Germany. You can't call that a golden goal. Well, their golden goal. goal. I mean, they're fuck. It's their golden goal. Technically, it's a golden goal. Who yeah, cares? It was gold medal overtime, wasn't it? Yeah, something like one that. One timer, top cheese. It was it, yeah, it, scored against Germany in that game. <laughs> hey, that did, was a good hey, game. Don't listen, <laughs> like, it was, was a great game, game, but also semantics aside, did he or <laughs> did he not get a gold medal because of that goal? I don't know. I mean, if he doesn't score it, someone else. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying that if somebody else had scored it, it would have been a golden goal. Well, no, I'm just saying he would have got a gold medal because of it. (laughs) But it is his, it's his goal and he got a gold medal. So anyway, um, yeah, no, uh, also Nadelkovic, 65 games, not, uh, not 45. My bad, buddy. Um, (laughs) it's a huge difference. Those 20 games really meant a lot. Hey, you know, one of which the Wild spanked him for seven. So, yeah. well, six. Yeah, the seventh six, was an empty six. net. Well, I mean, this actually the sixth the goal was an empty, empty net, net, and then the Hartman seventh. scored the seventh. It was which what a weird, very like, funny. Twist. Okay, okay, I got a funny story though. You guys are gonna appreciate this. So I was just literally like an hour ago. I was interviewing an NHL. I won't spoil the name, but the story might give it away. His first NHL goal. I always ask guys about it. Like, hey, walk me through your first yeah. goal. He's like, well, it was against New Jersey. Marty Brodeur played the game. He wasn't in net for it, but it was an empty netter. Marty did play though. <laughs> it was too funny, just the way he told it. It's a, it's a good one. That's a good one. We'll definitely have to keep an eye out on that. Uh, that's uh, real quick before we, uh, before we all take off here. Um, let's get final score predictions for this uh, Edmonton, Edmonton, Minnesota tilt here, and we'll all laugh about it on Monday when none of us are correct. <laughs> Do I have to go first? Yeah, why not? Unless you really don't want to. I just, I kind of assume. Well, let me crunch my calculator here quick. Um, well, here, well, <laughs> deep dive this year. Four, yeah. two, four two Oilers. All right. Zooch, you, you want to go or you want me to go? I'll go. I think it's going to be 5-4 wild. Fucking hell, I had 5-4-2. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm The wild can't stay out of the box, one. So, I mean, the Oilers are going to get their chances on the power play. Yep. And the Wild always score a good amount of goals. Yep. So, ham- I mean, it's hammering kinda... me over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll say 4 3, 4 3 Wild just to be different. Well, imagine that. We all, we all went uh, with our not non favorite teams. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm an open homer. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, Dev, we went we went over like the the next four games to the Wild. Every single one, he was like, "I see him winning that one." I was like, "Dude, come on, we gotta." It was one of those things fun. where it was like, it was like, uh, 
I recognize that the odds are they're not going to go four and zero on this little stretch here, but <laughs> I absolutely can. One. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, that's the game we're the most confident with. Possible until it's not. Exactly. Exactly. It's like Kevin Garnett said: anything is possible. Oh, yeah, uh, all right, Janner. Hey, it's been a good time, man. Uh, always good having you on and catching up. Uh, Janner, before we let you take off, what uh, what's your wild take? You know the drill by now. Oh, my wild take. Well, I can't say Minnesota's going to miss the playoffs. I would love to have dropped that one off. Go ahead and say it. Just be wrong. Yeah, please. You say it. <laughs> yeah, just be just wrong. something to be wrong. My wild take's going to stick as the same one. Oilers win the cup. I, right. I, I'm not sure I can handle Oilers fans if they actually won a Stanley Cup. Like, I might have to delete Twitter. <laughs> that's i don't know if you could handle how annoying they would be but i picked them to begin with i'll ride with um i don't know maybe they add someone else to the deadline like i don't think they're adding a goalie but i'll stick with that oilers win the cup that's a wild take for if you that is yeah it's definitely wild especially because i are they technically out of the playoffs right now i mean they're gonna make no, the playoffs. i, I so think I, they're like, they're in the third spot now in the like Pacific. Third. <laughs> okay they're everyone gonna, was I mean, on that ducks bandwagon and i mean if you couldn't see through the ducks i don't know what to tell you nah. <laughs> like, that team is not gonna be a playoff team this year in my I'm opinion fighting through a wet paper bag the ducks got hot for a month right and oh my god you would think that they were a stanley cup favorite after beating up on some of the pacific teams although imagine zegris on the oilers like Ooh, that'd be fun yeah instead they took philip broberg who's got like Five points in the minors. I mean, he's gonna be a good D man, but he'll, like, be, he'll be a solid player. Yeah, I mean, but... yeah. When I like, if I'm an Oilers fan that cries at night because of draft picks, it's that one. It's the Zegras pass. Like you, you could have used him. Yeah, he yeah. would be disgusting out there. But those two, you'd be twirling and swirling and just finding those guys. That pow- <laughs> that power I mean, play Jesus, one, it would dude. be goddamn hilarious. Just be flipping oh in the air, literally. <laughs> They'd just be across the rink. They'd be catching it on their sticks. It would be just unfair. Yeah. The amount of skill on the ice, I don't think the NHL would have allowed it. They'd just be like, all right, one of these guys got to go. Oh, man. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's going to do it here. Uh, Janner, great having you on, man. As always, a pleasure. And if you're listening to this, go check out the World Hockey Report. Janner, you got anything else you want to plug? No, I mean, we'll tweet out some funny things about wild fans to piss them off. But at the end of the day, we still love Minnesota. It's it's pretty much like, you know, the, the 14th province of territory of Canada. Yeah, exactly. I, hey, I mean, I, we're I always called Canadians when I go and travel to other states. Like, oh, Minnesotan or Canadian? It's like, yeah. It's just the difference between the two at this point. Yeah, when I, I went out of the country when I was in high school and I told somebody I was from Minnesota and they said Manitoba and I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's where I'm from. I'm <laughs> exactly. From Manitoba. Yep. They're like, oh, we love Canadians. I was like, yeah, that, that, that checks out. Yeah, we don't tell them we're Americans. We have the accent too, so. If you can hide it, right? Why not? <laughs> well, why not? I mean, who hates Canada? Where are you going to go over there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm Canadian. Oh, I'm Canadian. Well, yeah. Maybe. I suppose, but I ain't going to Russia anytime soon. Sweden probably hates Canada right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's well, Sweden. actually, maybe they love them. I don't know. Maybe the other way around, I think Canadians they love the right Coach now. Julian played like the sit back for 59 minutes. Just- <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing. All right, guys. Yeah, just- tough look. Great having you on, buddy. Uh, be good, brother. We'll see you soon. Get the fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Get up, get up, get the-